0: all right we are back like we never left or like we never came very first episode of the culture academy the very first one uh numero uno technically numero dos but you know it's a little too much information for you guys uh this is jay deluxe and i'm here with my host sky Re.
1: what up class is now in session
0: yeah you know damn right we about to go ahead and start schooling people um you know just for a brief in- introduction here obviously you know you guys don't know us too much is there anything you want to tell the people it's just straight off straight off the record
1: stay high and uh shout out to the 410 and the 813
0: that's what's up see there you go 410 813 you know let me throw my 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 digits my zip code in there the 313 uh you know we're over here doing it this is a brand new episode of the culture academy and we got a few things to actually touch base on today um i know one of the topics here you was actually really looking
1: forward to. Extremely, extremely excited to dive into this one.
0: Yeah, you know what, let's just come off the gate with this one because I think this is the most interesting uh, topic of the day. Now, obviously, what we do and what we're going to do going forward is we're going to touch on pop culture, uh, hip-hop, we're going to touch on sports, and even from a- occasionally now and then we're going to touch on news events. Probably one of the biggest things and the most um interesting of all things that's came out so far since let's just get started on it immediately obviously it's the nfl preseason that's underway um i know you excited about it
1: extremely excited about it to be over for the regular season to get going we're about uh two weeks out
0: yeah i feel like the nfl needs to do things differently they don't need a preseason that's kind of the same way that they don't need an all-star game um because of risk of injuries and what they all go through but that's that's another story But the NFL preseason is underway. The regular season kickdown is uh, starting. I don't even know when the exact date is. The only thing I know is that Madden dropped. Anytime Madden drops,
1: that means the new season is underway. That's the only time that uh, when when that new Madden comes out, it's the only time that that wifey feels good about the situation because she knows niggas is at home playing Madden. (laughs) Madden is their security blanket.
0: That's true. Madden and 2K, hey. See, and I don't understand that woman. Listen out there. You can get mad at your man, but at the end of the day, if you're, your guy's at home with his boys playing Madden or 2K, then you know he's safe. If you got that much distrust in your relationship, you know that once that happens, it's a safe summer. It's a safe fall. He's going to
1: be fine. I'm telling you, man, that Madden is that safety net for him, man. They Madden's in, out there saving relationships? Out there saving relationships, man. Girls love August and they love that September season man cuz it saves them until about February for those Madden heads until about June for those 2K heads but once summer hits you know that's that that's when they hit the panic button again
0: hey that's 100% true but you know what though it's funny it's funny that you say that as far as uh, Madden and things like that look i mean i'm not going to sit here and start off our brand new podcast with trying to be um with trying to be I, I don't know the word for it. I'm, I'm not trying to come across as sexist or anything. I don't know what, what the word for it is. Or maybe, a um, I don't know. I don't even know the exact words. But here's, here's my PSA, a PSA to all women out there. If your man is watching sports or playing video games, then you consider yourself lucky. Guys need things to do. You can't have a man with too much time on his hands. Exactly. He needs to escape. So when the game is on, don't hit him with no chores. Don't do any of that shit. Let them watch the game, hit them with some shit at halftime that ain't hard to do, and just leave them be. But you know what? Since we're on the topic of Madden here, uh, let's talk about the most important story, man. You know, your boy, um, Colin Kaepernick, you know, San Francisco 49ers. Uh, Let's just, there's not much of a story to even build up here. Let's just try to throw it out there immediately. So, obviously, the biggest thing in the news right now is, um, of course, what's actually been going on. I'm not even going to say recently because that would be totally inaccurate. The past 10, 20 years has always been uh, black violence and minority violence from police officers specifically. Now, you're from Baltimore, Maryland. I'm from Detroit. We see this shit a lot. This shit is finally coming through uh, public because, obviously, social media has been more prominent. And you're seeing these things happen and more people are becoming aware of it, which is why you have the Black Lives Matter movement.
1: Um, You definitely have uh, social media definitely plays a huge role. And now um, with, with, with technology, we're now able to actually just see it as it happens live now. You know, you're able to actually see before it was just you would get the news feed after the fact. And that was it. You would just hit a story. But now you're able to see the footage of what actually happened. So that's also, you know, um, what's also causing tensions to rise as well as the visual aspect of everything that we're seeing going down.
0: 100%. And if you would have told me, um, I, right now I'm about 25 years old, so if you would have told me seven years ago when I turned 18 and when we come out of high school and we all graduate, if you didn't graduate, then when you're doing whatever you're doing, and you would have told me that a cop would – would murder somebody on live video and not get convicted. I would have never believed you, but that's where we're at in society right now is even though we have live videos and we can clearly see exactly what's going on, these police officers are not being convicted of these murders. And again, that's hence why there's a movement going on. Um, And back to football with it, just to throw the backstory in there, Colin Kaepernick, San Francisco 49ers uh, recently for the pregame actually did not stand up. He chose to sit down, for the national anthem. Um, now he was asked about it after the game, which uh, obviously he knew. The next was day, happen. I
1: believe, actually, I, I, don't, I don't, I don't even think it was. I don't think it was that same after the game. I think he was actually addressed it the next day.
0: Next day, and uh, he knew he was going to be addressed at some point.
1: He knew knew the questions was coming. Yes.
0: Um, his response to it, as far as the, um, you know, why he chose to do that, was of course he's not going to stand up and basically applaud a country that promotes black oppression.
1: I I have the quotes. What he said was, I'm not going to stand up to show pride in a flag for a country that oppresses black people and people of color. Uh, To me, this is bigger than football and it would be selfish on my part to look the other way. There are bodies in the street and people are getting paid leave and getting away with murder. Uh when Chip Kelly was asked to comment, you know, that's the coach of the 49ers uh, football team out there. Uh, his comment was, that's Colin's decision whether to stand, stand, or sit during the national anthem. Uh, it's his right um, as a citizen. So uh, you can take that for, for what it's worth, I guess.
0: Great publicist. With the 49ers, <laughs> great publicist. You see how well written those statements are from the coach. They're, they're, te- they're basically teetering on, on ground right now. Because basically
1: saying you're not seeing the field right now.
0: Ba- basic, basically. Uh, you, you're going to see the bench at some point once we get a reason to. But
1: um, um but it, it, it just kind of bodes to me the bigger question of, you know, he, he wouldn't be the first athlete, you know, if we go back over the course of time. Uh, to stand up politically, or during some, uh, or during some sort of um, situation, co- a course of conflict in the country, you have uh, you have Carmelo even here just as recent with the uh, with the police violence. You had Muhammad Ali standing up during the war periods um, and things of that sort, um, who stood up and took an approach. But then you also have guys like Barkley and Jordan, who said, you know, I'm not a role model for your kids. And then Michael said, you know, Republicans buy shoes too. Until here recently. When he donated a couple million dollars, uh, both ways. So I think that's also a question: Is do you want your athlete, entertainer, really, really taking up social issues?
0: And that's a good question because this stuff even dates further back. I know you remember, uh, when the Miami Dream Team, basically LeBron, Bosh, and Wade, they actually uh took a stand uh during one of the uh Black Lives Matter deaths where they all wore the pregame shirts and then they all spoke out about it. That was before LeBron went back to Cleveland. Right. Um, so this thing has been happening, and just as you said, it's been happening way far back to Muhammad Ali days, where he was actually opposed to the draft in the wars. Uh,
1: Let's not also forget that uh, just here recently we had the uh, the Donald Sterling and the Clippers,
0: the Donald Sterling, exactly, and, and
1: the Atlanta Hawks when they were saying that um when they were saying that they preferred to ha- not have African American fans. Uh, they brushed at that the one games.
0: under the rug, man. Oh, don't give me start that one. You did not hear from they. You did not hear from that one. Like, a lot of people probably don't even remember when that happened. That was actually after Donald Sterling.
1: Yeah, shortly after. Exactly. But, uh, but, but the bigger question is, do, do you feel Colin was, was right or wrong? When you saw it, was he right or wrong, in, in your opinion?
0: In my opinion, this is why it's a slippery slope for me. Obviously, he has the right, as an American, to not stand up. During the National Anthem.
1: Right. and all that, I'm not even going to lie to you. I'm not an when, athlete. When, when we say right, let, 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 let's be clear. All, all we're saying with that is you can do that and not go to jail. That does not save you from public persecution or being judged in the court of public
0: opinion. Oh, 1,000 years. He's already guilty in the guilty court of public opinion. There in the court no, of public
1: opinion already.
0: It, it's pretty much over for him at that point. But he has the right. Here's what I'm saying. It's a slippery slope. Had Colin Kaepernick been out there, and obviously he, uh, for people who do not know, for people who actually follow these athletes, he's spoken out about this in the past.
1: In the in the past, this is not the first time that that's a very valid point. This is not the first time that he has spoken out and very about recent. these issues.
0: And actually very recent that he's actually spoken out. My ordeal with it is it is a slippery slope. Now, just like I said, I wanted to bring the personal touch into it for me and you, because obviously you being from Baltimore, Maryland, me being from Detroit, I've seen police injustice a lot. I've been the victim of being racially profiled by a police officer, not only in Detroit, but also in Tampa. So I know exactly where this you know, mindset is coming from, especially with all that's happening.
1: It stretches far and wide.
0: Exactly. My biggest ordeal with Colin is he does have the right, and I do agree with it, but here's where the court of public opinion basically hangs him at this point and gives him the death sentence, is the meaning behind the national anthem it's a song basically giving kudos and basically giving high praise to everybody who has fought and put a uh, fought for the country for freedom and put their lives on the line for us. I think that's where we're seeing a lot of the negative. Well, well, right well, wait, well,
1: wait, well, wait, let, well, let, well, let, well, let, well, let's, well, let's stop right there. Um When you, so when you hear the national anthem, it is, is, is that, do you think everybody feels that way? What about, what about your, um, what about your your Mexican your Mexican player your Latina player who just happens to play on an American professional sports team?
0: As far as how they feel when they hear the national anthem,
1: do they feel that way, or, or were you speaking for general general American when they hear the anthem?
0: G- general American. Okay, got you. Um, Go, got you. Go as ahead. far as like, I mean, it, that situation is a little bit different because it depends on if this person was a you know. Z-
1: uh, citizen of the country. Is, uh, not to take it another direction, but is Colin is is he mixed?
0: Yes, he actually is.
1: So he's taking up for, for, for the other side right now.
0: Basically, yeah, he is mixed. If in case everybody didn't know, which you know what though, um, I see a lot of people that's been coming out who are mixed, and I think that that's a that's this is the best time to come out for them because uh, old boy's name from uh, Grey's Anatomy um, who gave the the speech at the BT Awards. Um, he's mixed, obviously, and, you know, they're doing a lot of good things for the country. I don't, like I said, Colin Kaepernick, it's a slippery slope for him, and my biggest, my biggest, I guess, concern with what he did is how much of an impact does it actually have? This is the hot news topic today, this weekend. And you know what? The way uh, You ESPN were referring to uh, Jesse Williams. Jesse Williams, yes, that's exactly who I was referring to. Uh, Jesse Williams is mixed. Obviously, you have somebody like J. Cole who's been out there and doing, you know, active activist duties. Um, he's mixed. But, Colin, how far does this go with Colin Kaepernick? It's a hot I mean, news well, story right now, I mean, but what does it actually I mean, do? It,
1: I mean, it's definitely news, you know, around the, uh, around the water hole. And it's definitely, you know, the hot wire topic um, for the past, you know, couple of days. But, I mean... It's definitely going to stick out when you have a guy in a in in a in a building or in an arena a stadium, and everybody else is standing up, and he's kind of the only guy sitting down. Uh, so that's definitely going to stick out. It's definitely newsworthy, but I don't know where it goes, and I don't really know what it ultimately does. I think it probably does more negative than it does positive right now. Also, because it's it's just another because it, it could be spun. You know, you have to be. It could be spun uh, negatively, like oh, look at them. You know, here's something else, more, more disrespect. You know, this is, this is something. this is typical behavior, um, you know, coming from that community, coming from that culture, the defiance, um, you we, know, and let's just call could, a
0: spade a spade here. Uh, let's just call a spade a spade. This is what it's actually boiled down to. And nobody's going to want to hear this right now, but this is a hundred percent, a thousand percent. The truth. Football is a white man's sport. Middle-aged white men love football. So how dare these black players come out there and take
1: a stand? Everybody loves football, but I think what you're, I think what you're more so taken to. I think that is, I, I, I understand. What, I understand you're saying as far as the backlash is coming from that, is coming from that demographic, um, and then also the owners, because you have to remember, because now do you think, do you think the owners, do you think the owners kind of want this distraction right now, of you know the young hip, you know African American kid on the, you know quarterback on the team trying to make, you know trying to get a starting job, is. Sitting during the national anthem at my football games, um, so I think you know I definitely think you might have a point there, but um, it's definitely um, white-dominated when you look in when you look at the ownership and when you look at the authoritative figures because we still haven't even heard nothing from Goodell because Goodell still might end up backlashing him, uh, finding him or something if if the behavior continues.
0: But see, the my biggest thing with him is uh not even Goodell but with Kaepernick is. I think for him to do this, this is why I'm conflicted about where it goes from here, how big it actually goes, like how much of a stand he actually took. Obviously, Colin Kaepernick is one of the few and growing uh, black QBs in the league. and obviously, he's mixed, but he's one of the few and growing. Had somebody did this who's a, maybe a defensive tackle, had Darrell Dur- Rivas did something like this, would I don't it, think it would have been. Would it have new- meant
1: more if Aaron Rodgers did it?
0: Aaron Rodgers, I, I think that. If I, Tom Brady did it, if Romo I, I did that it, that if
1: J.J. Watt did it, would it have meant Something more, and how so?
0: I see the reason I think that it would is because it's coming from somebody who's not inside of that race. Uh, not saying that it is in a as a bad thing, but if you have somebody like an Aaron Rodgers, if he's coming out and speaking against minority violence, then people are really going to take a uh, you know a gander at that. They're really going to have a telescope into the exact issue, and they're going to make this even a bigger thing because the country is race dominated. Like they don't want to hear that. Nobody wants to hear that. But the United States is actually race dominated. They're looking for the next race story. They're trying to basically separate people with these type of news. That's why when you have people who come out with, let's say, a Black Lives Matter movement, you have the naysayers who say all lives matter, which doesn't make sense because if you're saying all lives matter, then Black Lives Matter, but you just want to go against the opinion. So I think that if somebody, maybe Tom Brady's stature done it, then it would get more of a telescope than Colin Kaepernick. Not saying that Colin Kaepernick is not going to get that telescope because obviously he is right now. Like I said, I feel like this is just a... Quick news story. In about a week, week and a half, I don't think we're thinking about this unless he continues to do it.
1: I mean, I mean, it'll be a story as long as he continues to do it. I mean, if I'm Colin Kaepernick, you know, if that's your way of making a stand, I mean, there's other ways you could do it. But if you ultimately really don't want to stand and don't want to show um, respect and admiration for the National Anthem, I would kind of just suggest, you know, when you're out there doing your warm-ups or what have you and uh, the time is dwindling down for you all to line up to do the National Anthem, You kind of just exit stage left and just go hang out in the tunnel, you know, or what have you, or go back to the locker room for that, you know, three, four, five minute period. And then you trot back out there, you know, to kind of not uh, create a distraction. But to kind of touch on your point, you know, definitely how people kind of try to minimize the Black Lives Matter movement by coming back with the All Lives Matter, you know, comeback line, the All Lives Matter situation. I always kind of try to look at it and try to tell people like how when we say Black Lives Matter, or 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 not we per se, or you know the movement, or you know that that particular section of people who feel that way, you know, um, who, who, who's in that, I don't really think it's so much saying that Black lives, you know, only matter, only matter in the sense, not white lives, Asian lives, or whatever the case may be. But when you break it down to like, if Tyrone shoots Tyrone, or you know. Jeffrey Jaquan whatever whatever the name whatever you want whatever you want to say he goes to jail.
0: Mhm.
1: Okay, he 100%. goes to jail. Okay. When when Mike down the street shoots Billy down the street, Mike goes to jail. Okay. But the difference is with the Black Lives Matter is what they are saying is when authority. you're getting shot by an authority figure who most of the time is the opposite race of you and then you also look at the past history of police brutality and and the african-american you know segment of the population there's a history there so when you have these individuals who do get paid leave as colin kaepernick was alluding to which is a vacation while you are basically being investigated for a murder that definitely is a bad situation, but then you also have to remember the history of the country where it came from.
0: But you know what though? I don't like that at all. you get You get on paid leave for murder while you're getting investigated. Like I understand why. Had a police officer got investigated for something else, maybe I could understand giving them paid leave, but for a murder, that only happens with authority figures, because just like you said, if Tyrone shoots Tyrone, Tyrone ain't getting paid leave. He's sitting in the jail jail. waiting to get the court and waiting to
1: see the judge. So in in essence, you know, even though both families is broken up and torn apart, in essence, justice was served because now he's doing time for the crime that he committed. But when Officer Smith goes ahead and shoots Tyrone because Tyrone was reaching for the license that he told him to get, then he gets paid leave. And then ultimately he doesn't even get indicted. Like these like these individuals aren't even getting indicted. They're not a lot of these guys aren't even going to trial, uh, a lot of these cases. And the ones who do go to trial, they're being we already kind of know the results. The the the, uh, the results are already in before the trial is even had. So you Because know, nobody's held accountable for. Nobody, you know what? Just, to even exactly.
0: break, just to even break this down, like a lot of people don't know. Look, I'm gonna break this down for a lot of people. Um, had you ever grew up in a low income neighborhood, I'll call it, um, I don't want to call it a project or anything like that. Cause of course they're trying to gentrify everything at this point, but had you ever grew up in a low income neighborhood and you always wondered why officers, uh, people don't trust officers, minorities don't trust officers. And I've heard this argument by people and it just makes no sense. And it pisses me off. They're saying, obviously, you know, if something were to happen and you need an officer, and an authority figure, you're not going to call the crackhead up the block. That's hundred percent true. But you can't trust an officer at this point because obviously the officer is going to come at you and basically assume, just like you said, if you're reaching for something, gives them the right to shoot you. And that's basically what it all comes down to, just to try to paint these ignorant people out there who don't understand the Black Lives Matter movement. It's not just saying black lives only matter. It's saying they matter, too. And that's to
1: me. In, in the criminal justice system, when, when, you, when you take African-American life, you should if if the evidence is there you should at least be uh, you should be persecuted and you know punished accordingly that's really all they're saying that's all it's saying is it, it doesn't make any sense how you're getting paid paid vacation it might be a stressful vacation cuz granted you're under investigation for murder but uh but at the end of the day when Tyrone shoots Tyrone Tyrone goes to jail so in essence justice was served when captain smith shoots Tyrone captain smith goes on vacation usually doesn't get indicted if he does get indicted and go to trial then he's usually acquitted <laughs> and then life moves on and then people may want to talk about you know the stress and mentally and all of that anguish but it is what it is you you pull the trigger so it, it's definitely tough but do you think do you think that your athletes should be speaking out and standing up especially given the fact of the influence that they have
0: i do i really do athletes um not even just athletes, but Anybody in the public eye, athlete, that's the reason when Jesse Williams spoke up, it was such a big ordeal. Because Jesse Williams, I mean, he's a part of one of the biggest shows on TV in Grey's Anatomy. Uh, so for him to speak up is a big ordeal. So I look athlete but back at athletes looking the at
1: But looking back at that situation, he, he did step up and make that speech. But do we feel that that was a positive look or a bad look? Because he did catch a lot of backlash for that.
0: I think it was a positive look because he's going to catch backlash no matter what. But for him, to they were talking they about taking him off the show. But you know what though, His, the way he said it, there's he's talking no about way. not secure in the bag. There's there's no way that would happen. There's no way they would take him off the show because of the way that he said it. So that's just more or less people just calling for backlash. That's kind of the same situation where people call, uh, you know, people's jobs who are in the who are in the public eye. I don't mind athletes doing it. I will tell you one thing right now, more rappers
1: need to do it because... See, but I, I, but I think that's funny that we're quick to say that, you know, you don't mind your, your athletes, your entertainers doing it. But how would you feel if you had, you know, little Josh running around and his fifth period PE coach was saying his views to the class?
0: See, and that's a good point that you said, and that's actually what I was going to touch on next, which is, look, at the end of the day, everything's a business. The NFL... Is a business. Everything is actually a business. So, it, obviously, for things to continue, it has to be monetary. You have to be making some money. You got to be making some bread. Right. I don't think that they are they are ruining the product. It would have been entirely different if Colin Kaepernick hadn't played. I think that'll be entirely different because you're ruining the product. You're ruining. You're playing with people's money. That is, to me is a different story than just not standing up for the anthem. I don't think it's not standing up for the anthem is a big deal to be honest like just just in my own opinion i've been to a few baseball games and a few sporting events and i don't feel like standing up so i'm sitting down for the anthem nobody has ever stopped me on the way out and said you're being unpatriotic whatever the case may be as they're doing to these people so i don't think it really matters in that situation because obviously you know we you know anybody who works you go to work and you have your own views on things and you can parade your own views uh that's more accepted in the lbgt community uh for them to parade views in like a workplace, but it's not a bad thing, but had somebody maybe not showing up to work because of that, that would be different. So I don't mind athletes doing it. I, like I said, I feel like more rappers need to do it because you're over here rapping every single day, you're promoting the struggle, you're promoting the the hood that you grew up in and in the same time, you're not taking a stand against these issues. So these these rap I mean, these rappers really they more of them need and it's more let me let me be correct about it. More of the rappers who are in the public, I need to do it because obviously you have J Cole who does it. Kendrick just dropped a whole album basically about the violence and things that are happening. You had a
1: How to Pimp a Butterfly record.
0: Yep, exactly. So he he dropped basically a whole album, but then you have these other people who are just quiet, like who are not saying anything.
1: I mean, I don't know if rappers really need to be the first ones stepping up to the plate and discussing these issues because but why not? you know they're also um, helping. To push the agenda of the problem, which is also black on black violence in damn near every record that's on the album.
0: Well, that's a select view of rappers. I mean, I'm not talking about these. um...
1: The rappers that we listen to.
0: (laughs) Okay. Let me just put this out here right now. Not not, not
1: everybody. I know know he's out. I know he was just in town last night. Uh, (laughs) Drake and uh, Future. I heard the show was awesome. Couldn't make it. Missed it. But not everybody's hotline blinging right now that, that that's that's not everybody's cup of tea you know what i mean
0: but let's let's talk about that i think a certain group of rappers see things are different for example these younger kids who the don't ga- know the game M-
1: the game and snoop running down in in los angeles it was a beautiful scene they uh they got together and uh and did some work out there to try to bridge the gap which was great so i understand you know why they did it and those was two guys who was uh who Was at the forefront of uh gangster rap, Snoop more so in the 90s representing the west coast, and then you had game uh come through in uh in the mid 2000s, you know, like 2004, 2005, and, and came through and did his thing again. Um, but
0: gangster rap, let, let's talk about that because okay, I'll take it back even further. As younger people ain't gonna know, obviously, um, I was just pretty much conceived at that time but let's talk about nwa because the movie dropped about a year and a half ago two years ago about mwa and it brings on to the same point that you have nwa they're out here promoting this violent gangster rap and at the same time they were taking a stand for social issues so i understand it's contradictory but i'm not even talking about that we talked uh privately before about like these hip-hop heavyweights so you have the drakes you have the jay coles you have the Kanyes, you have the jays
1: between all of them The New Age heavyweights, yeah.
0: Basically. And between all of them, J. Cole was out marching and helping people uh during these movements.
1: Well, the we really don't expect much from Drake. Drake is Canadian and he's Jewish.
0: But Drake actually spoke out in the I believe when Philando Castillo was killed and he actually made a statement about Philando Castillo. So that was a start of it. But it's about basically I think rappers are too lax and part of it maybe because the labels are so handcuffed to their contracts maybe, but I really think rappers, so I don't have an issue at all with athletes doing that. I do think more people need to do it, including rappers.
1: I mean, I just don't know if the rappers is really the best people to be stepping up and doing it, man. Like if you definitely, any way that you, anytime that you want to use your influence and, um, any muscle or power that you might have to try to, uh, positive positively affect the situation. I'm all for that. But, um, I'll say this, I would prefer somebody in the in the in the public eye, you know, try to bring attention to a situation more so than a scumbag politician. Who
0: do you think that would be?
1: Um, I mean it could just be anybody. It could just be anybody who who may, you know, Colin was fine. Uh his explanation for it was fine, Jesse Williams was fine, uh Carmelo Anthony, D. Wade and LeBron, they just stood up at the XB's. And they uh, and they had a piece about about the violence and the and the and, you know, how it needs to get better between them, uh, between the African-American community and the, uh, and the law enforcement. So, you know, it could really be anybody. I just think it's just a very interesting question to, that to pose is do you think that your athlete entertainer public figure should be commenting on social issues and using their influence one way or another?
0: But let's take it out of working, because I understand what you're saying, that Colin Kaepernick was basically working at the time this happened.
1: Because you're, you're working for, for 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 the Shield, and now you, you're bringing attention to yourself. Well, now.
0: let's take it out of working. Okay, so athletes, obviously, athletes get killed, not even athletes. Celebrities in general get killed on social media. So had he actually taken a direct approach to social media, what would be the difference?
1: I think the difference would be that you didn't sit down and, and disrespect the the national anthem of the country country. I mean it was disrespectful I mean you you did sit down during the national anthem what you could have did was what, what what if he would have not sat down but chosen to stand up and turn his back which is worse sitting down or standing up and turning your back which is worse
0: that's actually a good question um I think sitting I think exactly sitting, sitting down, down is worse. worse. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> well, you know why I think it would be worse is because of the fact that I don't think a lot of people would catch on to what he's doing if he turned his back. They would
1: have. They definitely would have they would they would have they would have caught on.
0: Okay, so sitting down was was bad. It was bad. Was bad. But here's what. here's I think this is a more interesting question than even that. I mean, what you said was a good point, but let's say you're turning, you're sitting down during a national anthem of a country that has progressed. Now, it's not perfect, obviously, because there's still issues, but has progressed to the point where you're making millions of dollars playing a sport,
1: to play a kid's game.
0: That to me is more interesting. So, let me ask you
1: this Did you, did when they cleared the check, did you get the money back? <laughs> no, no, you then did not. Well, he
0: cashed that shit. Straight you cashed into the bank. check. He went Usain Bolt to the bank with it, in the words of Lloyd Banks. So, I mean, it is what it, I'm, shout out I'm, Lloyd. I'm glad that uh, he he you know at least he has some type of awareness to it. I think he needs to develop a PR team that can actually put him in the appropriate situation, just like you said.
1: I think actually, when you got when you got the type of money that these individuals have, you should actually be able to to to, to be to be to be heard, but not seen.
0: That's true.
1: Your presence should be felt, but you shouldn't have to be seen.
0: 100. percent, So you know i i don't know what the what the right route to go is obviously whatever they fuck niggas are doing ain't working not at all so they got to i mean pe- people people got to go ahead and just just roll with it man i mean look whatever he's doing it's what he decided to do and you know we're in america we're in the land of the free so he has the right to do that i honestly
1: think and again that, when we say the right that means that he won't go to jail
0: exactly so he won't he won't go to jail for doing this shit now you know, when you look at other people, like I said, I think rappers need to speak out more. Um, but
1: but but why the rappers? Is, is, the rap- is, is that because that's the culture that that we coming from, is that the culture that we dealing with? Because I, I don't know how Future coming out speaking about the situation is gonna help move the situation forward.
0: Here's my here's my thought. Here's my rebuttal, and this is why I say rappers. Let me give you a perfect example.
1: What- why not just like the Moguls? Because we don't want, we 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 don't want little Uzi <laughs> <laughs> Talk talking about <laughs> Black Lives Matter.
0: Look, little Uzi, um, if I recall, I remember reading an article that he didn't know. I don't remember little Uzi Lil Little Yacht. I don't remember one of them, Yachty. They didn't know any biggie verses. You guys need to start there before you start speaking on social opinions. But um I, what I'm saying They didn't know any biggie verses. He couldn't name five biggie songs.
1: Couldn't name five biggie small biggie songs. Biggie
0: or Pac songs combined, couldn't name it.
1: And these are guys in the rap game now.
0: That's that's nuts to me.
1: So they're like younger, younger than us. Because I'm only, I'm only twenty, I'm twenty seven.
0: Yeah, they're like, um, if I'm, I recall, they're like tw- less than the age of twenty. Oh, really? I'm right? Yeah. Oh, so they're okay. pretty young. Okay. So okay. I can see, but these cats. I mean, I swear, one of them named their their top rapper influence that Soulja Boy man.
1: Hey man, shout out Soldier Boy man. People always be hating on Soldier Boy. Business savvy, respect, very, and the savvy. music was there, man. The the number when the numbers came back. Social Boy had them numbers, man. Y'all yeah. can't hate on Social Boy and the numbers, man. But the substance come isn't down to, there. Come, come take a class with us at the Academy, soldier. You're more than welcome, man. <laughs> they hating on you over here. I got your back, man.
0: But like I said, the, the the substance wasn't there. I mean, this dude was popping for like two years, and he's gone. I mean, obviously, you know, he's doing moves what, outside. What, stop.
1: Wait, wait. Let's stop. Wait, let's Oh, just, Are wait, we going to get wait, on this conversation with Social Boy? We're going to get us? You, 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 I'm not just going to let you Just throw this man Soldier Boy under the bus room, Okay let me right know What there. Soulja Boy's doing right now I'll give you it, 10 seconds it, it, But look at the end of the day At the end of the day It, do, it does not matter See see in every, in every other aspect Of life And of business It matters What have you done For me lately Exactly But in the music business If your paperwork is correct that is not the case so you don't because think what you've done hit, for me lately in music one, no, no no absolutely not no. music is di- absolutely <laughs> no. not man no. music is i'll tell
0: you man. exactly why
1: and soldier produce and soldier produce a lot of records for a lot of people
0: which he has but let's take it out of soldier boy music is what you've done for me lately because now we're in a social media world where a rapper drops a mixtape if he don't drop nothing in six months they're like where's your new music
1: but the rap but the rap game is not really what have you done for me lately because that's how you still have people who haven't dropped any records and they still relevant today. It's if Jay Z comes
0: back, will he be relevant?
1: No, because he wasn't. Thank re- you. Because he wasn't relevant after his one record, but the one, but one hit record which would, would change your life.
0: You're talking financial wise, right? Okay, I could agree with that. I mean, for fuck's sake, MC Hammer's still performing Hammer Time. Okay, and he's a lot but, of okay, but 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 but,
1: but even though Hammer hasn't put out no music recently, or you know, or on a regular basis, he's still a topic and he's still relevant because of the music that he did put
0: out. And he actually can actually, you know, perform these same records. 20 and Soldier Boy, later. and, and Soldier
1: Boy will be able. Soldier Boy will be able to perform "Crank That," Soulja Boy, for the rest of his life, That's no true. matter where he goes. I agree. I agree. Turn, I'm not taking that away from turn, him at all. Turn my swag on. He'll be able. He'll be able to play those records. So I just want. I just wanted to just to just halt the bus because y'all was about to hit Soldier Boy with the bus.
0: No, not even. Like I said, all sh- shout out to Soldier Boy. Uh, you're doing good business savvy moves. Nobody's hating on you at all. Um, I just think that you know when you look at that should not be an influence, man.
1: Why not, man? Look what he did for the culture.
0: But the younger kids. I mean, you still had. The J- Jay Z was popping from 2000 to 2006.
1: That's fine, and and, and just because, and just because, and and when Jay Z was popping in 2005 and 2006, if these kids is younger than us, then they was probably like 10 years old, so they did not know nothing about Jay Z. I mean, look, now they're looking at the people like Drake. Because you, when you're saying 2005, 2006, you're talking about our high school years. So to so so to us, Jay Z, that Dipset, the locks. That whole G unit, that whole time period, the whole hop, the whole uh, Cash Money before they branched off into the whole other situation. Um, then the Young Money re- revamp. That that was that was our whole time. So if you was born like in '94, '95, that really wasn't your time. The Soldier Boy time m- might have been your time. That would have been a terrible time. I'm glad that I was born earlier, but uh, I was at '89, barely made it in.
0: There you go. Hey, still still considered nays, baby. It don't matter. Let's take a look at, um. you know what, though, since you you were bringing up rappers and as far as like the time, the, I, know, I don't want to be the dead horse because I feel like people talk about this guy a lot, but let's say Drake, right? Drake has influenced a whole bunch. The style on the radio right now is Drake style. Everybody tries to rap like Drake. Everybody tries to sing like Drake. Do you think Bryson Tiller would be popping if Drake didn't make it, you know, cool for cats to sound like they don't know how to sing?
1: Um, I definitely think that um that Drake's style has definitely been cloned, and a lot of people are using it right now absolutely
0: and since we're talking we were talking about the uh Black Lives Matter movement earlier, let's just bring it back to uh Black Lives Matter because uh you know, Meek was innocently killed by Drake, and obviously meek i i I don't know where his career goes from here. We had a conversation actually off air uh, via text that was, do you think Meek Mill's
1: career is over? When you say over, what do you mean?
0: Over as in I have to pull up the numbers, so I don't know what his record sold. Do I think that he But if Meek comes out with a record, will he sell more than, let's say,
1: 500K? Can Meek go gold again?
0: Yeah, can he go gold again? Rick Ross has recently came out with a statement basically saying that he does not feel that Meek Mill took an L to Drake during the beef. Now, if you've been living underneath a rock, you know that Drake has been digging up the remains of Meek Mill's because he basically said before he went to Philly, changed up the lyrics and back to back and basically called Meek a pussy, went to Philly, was met by Dream Chasers on the outside, which I thought was corny in my 100% opinion. You're, you're outside of the, the big arena, like a giant arena, talking about he got security when you know he's going to have security at an arena. It would have been a lot different if you caught Meek in the street. Uh, not Meek, Drake in the street. But you basically come to an arena with security. People look at that like another L to him. But Rick Ross came out and basically said Meek Mill didn't take an L. He's still going to basically be out there doing music and he's going to be doing good. Do you think that's true? Just like you said, can Meek go gold today? If he drops a record, can he go gold, or is
1: it really officially over for him? The record would have to be extremely hard, because now when you got a guy going back to the graveyard, digging up your remains just to bury you again, I mean, <laughs> you're definitely in a bad situation. But um, but I mean, I can definitely understand where Ross is coming from. Ross is his uh, employer. Ross is uh, cutting the check. but That's I mean, the
0: That it's just like you said, this is employer. That's the big thing there, man.
1: But I mean, but he had valid points. I mean at the at the time the beef was going on, uh, Meek was on the hardest tour at the time, the 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 uh the, the Nicki Minaj tour. Um they was killing the that time. they was killing that. At the but time. uh it just seems really bad because it seemed like Drake was really almost just kinda um like trolling them, just waiting for the summer to come, waiting Which for the was. summer to come. But you know what even though? with the whole uh ever since uh he did the SNL bit in November, in uh, in May, May of this year, uh, of sixteen, and then he went right into the summer of sixteen, and it just made those those records that he dropped previously sting that much more, like because he's it, been playing it, like like back it stung to back it, on every tour, like it's like it stung a second time, like it stung the first time you heard it, like goddamn. I mean, how many? But then once tracks the summer came know? and you saw it, it was just like, man, this guy is this guy,
0: man. But how many diss tracks do you know have been nominated for Grammy? Back-to-back was nominated for a Grammy. Yeah, Ether was not winning awards. It wasn't. It wasn't happening. So, like I was saying, well, Meek, here's my – just like you said, the biggest thing is Ross is his employer. I want to put this down in, um, I guess, layman terms for people who just don't understand that. This would be the equivalent of you working in territory sales and you're a salesperson, and then suddenly your boss is just looking at you like, you know, a you had a down. You're having a down week. Your numbers have been steadily on the decline. But because what you did in the past is so good, you're basically the same person. The numbers is what matters. So that's why I say I have to see what these records hold. Because honestly, not even just Drake, but the six-year probation. I think I think Meek is done.
1: So basically, you're saying Meek is either going to go to jail or he's going to put out a record and it's going to flop.
0: I, either one of those. Basically, could happen what you're this. saying. That's basically either what one you're of saying. those could
1: happen at this point because. Those are your two options, Meek.
0: Because look, proba- uh, he's on a uh, house arrest. Is that right?
1: Uh, yeah, the house arrest should be coming to an end soon, though.
0: See, he was on house arrest, so obviously you can't tour. You can't go out there. He to got tour a messed up job. judge, man. The judge was like, you can't even perform that no judge, records.
1: You can't make no money. You can't do nothing. That judge hit him with the book, just beat his ass with the book. It wasn't even. But nah, I mean, was bad. but I mean, but let, but let, but how about, but how about this? This is what I will say about it. I'll say if you come out with another record. Another two records, and you rec- and you just let your music do you this. Let your music speak for itself. It's always a chance that you can bounce back and still do well. Because, and the perfect example to use would be his boss. Because his boss, basically, you know, in the eyes of most individuals, because they still call him Officer Ricky today, um, <laughs> flame broiled Rick Ross. But Rick Ross withstood the test of time, and he was able to battle back and and weather and weather the storm, and and have success after that. So I guess we really don't know if Drake really was able to kill him or or not
0: but it's still early and that's the thing too I feel like now social media takes control of everything so maybe he's still be able to be relevant yeah but he's, he's dead in social, social media. media
1: yeah that, yeah he's dead in social media like that like that battle is is over
0: so it'll be it'll be interesting I really like I said I have to see the numbers I don't know if he's gonna still be relevant or not I just feel like the dude is performing a diss track on tour like, like, like It's a different age. Like it's a single. Like it's a single, and it basically is because it was nominated for an award. That blows my mind. Like I said, I don't think Nas, and I don't have the facts, so I'm not fact-checking here, but I don't think Nas was performing Ether anywhere but New York. Obviously, he's going to perform Ether in New York, but I don't think he was going to... Actually, you know
1: what? That's a good point that you bring up because uh, when we went and saw him uh, in November, that was actually a point of the show that actually stuck out to me. I was like, this mofo didn't even do goddamn it either. What the fuck is going on?
0: But I don't think he would have now since he's cool with Jay. Um, isn't he signed to J- Def Jam?
1: I mean, yeah, I think so. But even then, I should still be able to perform the record because the record was, uh, even though it was a year late um, on Nas' part, the record still did a lot for, uh, for both of their careers.
0: Who won that battle to you?
1: I mean... I go
0: with Nas. I know a lot of people go with Jay-Z because they look at facts and stuff Um I just I don't know like the impact that Ether had.
1: It's it's difficult to give it to Nas because you, it took you so long to come back.
0: I I, I can see what you did there. That, that's true. But at the same time, the cause, cause was y'all hard. was
1: killing me because he didn't come back after like two. It took him like two three days to get back with the nigga Drake and and people was ready to kill him. So nah, you definitely got to give more time.
0: Yeah, but you know what though, that's the difference between these uh old school rappers back in the days for you youngins who don't know rappers were they social media was not available. If you wanted to hear a rapper, diss somebody you had to wait to the next record, the next album, the next, uh, mixtape, whatever was popping at that time. It, which could happen in about six months to maybe two and a half years. That's how rap used to work back in the days. It's not this new, you know, young thug, uh, these, these guys out here, uh, who's speaking of young miss, Mrs. Young thug. Let's, let's get on that real quick. I assume you saw the
1: picture. I have seen the photograph, yes.
0: For anybody who has not seen the photograph, if I'm 100% correct, I'm pretty sure I'm correct here, that was his new mixtape, which is uh, My Name is Jeffrey. So he wants to be known by Jeffrey now. This dude, oh, man. My boy looks like a pack of Colgate, like a Colgate toothbrush. Katz is out here saying like he's looking like more to right? And if you haven't seen the photo, just look up the mixtape cover. He's basically dressed in a dress with a parasail. But here is my question to you as far as Young Thug because I'm not going to state too much. I'm not a Young Thug fan, and I don't know if you are, but here's my biggest thing.
1: Uh, for the record, I am indifferent, not a fan.
0: You're okay. Young Thug is getting killed for these dresses, right? Like
1: murdered. He's a grown man in a dress.
0: A grown man in a dress. Now here's my question. Andre 3000.
1: Three stacks.
0: Three stacks. Probably top five all time or top ten whichever way you rank him, but he's still
1: in the Definitely top. top ten easy.
0: Top ten. I can make an argument for top five, but definitely at least top eight. Okay. Three Stacks used to do this stuff back in the days. He used to wear these uh, ridiculous outfits. I even believe he wore a dress at one point. Why does Three Stacks get a pass as opposed to Young Thug? That's my question. Is it just social media? Because things, when Three Stacks was popping it wasn't really social media. There wasn't much to talk about. It was water cooler talk. And then at that point, the conversation was dead. Or is it just because three stacks is a way better rapper than young Thug? just to get it out here.
1: I think it's a little bit of both. I think it's kind of similar to when you look at, um to when you look at a player, kind of like Rodman who was so wild and so crazy. And with the piercings and the crazy outfits and the dyed hair, but he had the talent, you know? So when you have talent, your leash, And what you're willing to get away with is a little bit longer than your average individual who may not be, who may not have the same talent level as you do. So it's just talent. Um, I mean, but no, but then also, you know, people knew that that, you know, three stacks was doing that for also shock value. But on the other side, man, people legitimately was questioning whether like three stack like dudes. Well,
0: you know what? You made a good point. So he was doing that for shock value, which is basically the same exact thing young thug is doing. I mean, young thug, basically came out and admitted that he wears women's jeans because they fit better, whatever the I fuck I don't know means. what that means. I don't know what the fuck that means. I don't think you should be shopping at a Charming Charlie's or whatever the fuck you shopping at just for women's jeans. I don't even know if Charming Charlie sells women's jeans or whatever, but you should not be shopping at Forever 21, young thug. That's just me. But he came out and basically said he did that. I just don't think his talent level is good enough to get away with that. I just I I mean, the talent
1: wait. level isn't really good enough the style is is terrible so it's not really creative enough and then you know but is it good overall for him? overall the music isn't there neither so no it's all just a gimmick and you do it just to raise attention well, see,
0: that's my point. You do it just to raise attention, so is it good for him? Because he just dropped the mixtape. That's the cover of his mixtape. It's get, obviously a social media topic. Will his mixtape just pop off like that because he's doing that?
1: I mean, it's definitely a good look for him because, you know, they say all publicity is good publicity. So whether, you know, people are hating on him or whether people are saying, you know, defending him, saying that the dress is cool, you know, he's being talked about. So either way it goes, you know, he's kind of winning.
0: I'm kind of upset that Erica Badu uh, defended him. Just being one of the people that defends him, I'm just really – I mean, really he, tries to claim that he,
1: he tries to claim that he dresses like a prince, but I'm like, dude, you're not a prince. You're a grown-ass a man pr- now. A
0: princess. That's basically what's happening. Erica, like I said, Erica Badu offended, uh, not offended, defended him because of the fact that the same conversation that we we're talking about, oh, you guys remember three stacks. You should do the same thing. I see what you're doing. But I just think there was a bigger – there was a bigger um, – you know, it's bigger with three stacks because the talent ability is so far wide. Like, I I just, I just don't know. Between Young Thug and Auntie Young Jock, uh, I just, I can't, I can't get over the the shit that these dudes is doing. Like, that shit blows me away. But I I mean, we live in a social media world right now where memes and tweets are equivalent to basically attention. It's equivalent to basically album sales. You look at back in the days, uh, back in our days, and not even back in our days, even further back, even to our, our, our parents' days, you look at the fact that these rappers and stuff had to carry DJ's records in this. Had to uh, carry the crates, yeah. Had to carry the crates just to get, just to get, you know, get some promotion out there and basically had to work hard. And nowadays, that all that shit is boiled down to memes. If you're popping on social media, then the popularity goes along with it.
1: Exactly. That's what it is, man. It's all, everything is now migrated to the social media world.
0: It's a, it's a crazy world out there. But, uh, yeah, you know what? I'm not going to knock anybody's hustle. If that shit's working for him, then go ahead and get the money. I'm not listening to it. I can't listen to to no guy, uh, you know, basically wearing a dress. Um, it's just my my personal opinion. I mean, you might as well be be singing or rapping about sucking dick, just like Frank Ocean just did on his last record. But you know, whatever.
1: That gay rapper is gonna come out, man, and people are gonna be shocked who. You is know it?
0: what though? I think oh, yeah, I believe that was you that actually told me that the next big rapper is gonna be. Um, Big, big rapper, big singer is going to be, you know, basically a gay rapper. There's nothing wrong with that, but do you think we're already in that time right now?
1: I think you do have your closet gays in the hip-hop community, but you're going to get one that's going to come out and then be embraced. And then that's really going to be a um, game-changer.
0: Frank Ocean. Ocean. It's a perfect example.
1: Mm, It's going to be somebody else to really shake up the community.
0: So you're talking about somebody more than Frank Ocean, because obviously Frank Ocean is selling right now. He's predicted to do at least... um, 300 K or something, 300 or 500 K just off of streams, which is a big thing. He's no physical copies at all. Just streams. Wow. Um, so just to come that, that is a big deal, but you're thinking eventually down the road, there's going to be somebody who's as big as Drake, who's going to come out and basically embrace um, his true self. And we're basically going to eat it up, man. I mean, we'll see, we'll see what ends up happening. But um, end of the day, we have the big rappers, we have the small rappers. Uh whatever happens, it's good for them. They all getting money. I'm not hating on it. I wish I was in that boat. Shit. I don't know what the fuck. I mean, I might as well start wearing the dress right now to sell records. Uh no, I ain't doing that shit. I it's mean, hey man, being you facetious. Know,
1: whatever I mean, whatever you gotta do to get to the top, I guess. Yeah.
0: It's all people do nowadays. Everybody's an attention seeker. But um, uh, all right. Looks like we almost at we almost had an hour on the dot. The very first episode.
1: Uh, in the books, man.
0: In in the books. How you feeling?
1: Feeling good, man. I feel great, man. It was definitely a nice, a nice, uh, a nice first day of class.
0: Yep, exactly. First day of class. That's a good way. There you go, Culture Academy. There you go. I saw what you did there. Uh, let me just let me just throw a few shameless plugs in here. First of all, um, if you want to follow, uh, just throw a few shameless plugs. We have the uh, the IG, the Instagram. It's the underscore culture underscore academy. Uh, just check us out on IG. You can check us out on Facebook, Culture Academy. Uh, podcast just look it up even even more of a shameless even more of a shameless plug here we're eventually it's going to happen uh, i believe you're in agreement with this uh we're going to start you know giving out our first prize man let's, get, let's give a little something to the people
1: yeah man we're cooking up a contest behind the scenes to get out and touch the people so yeah that's something that we're cooking up we'll probably have that lined up here in the next couple of next couple of weeks here for y'all yep
0: so you, you heard it first so we're going to get it we're gonna get out there, get in touch with the community. Of course, um, if you follow us on Facebook and Instagram, you can be a part of the conversation. Uh, of course, we were like, "What are we doing here?" It's eventually, at some point, once this all, uh, you know, gets in the books and everything goes well, uh, we'll be looking to release some merchandise, hopefully. Uh, so we'll see. Everything's just coming. Everything's just coming right now. Um, like I said, we had a pretty good one here. Uh, end of the day, no matter what you agree with, uh, you know, just to boil down the the topics. Young Thug is still dressing like Princess Peach out here in Super Mario. Uh, We got Drake and Meek Mills, which is basically uh, beating a dead horse at this point. And, of course, Colin Kaepernick, which is going to be a hot topic. Uh, So just check it out going forward. But, uh, yeah, that's it. You got anything to say per closing?
1: I don't got nothing else to say, man. You can check me out on IG at Sky High R-E-E-E.
0: There you go. And, you know, aside from checking out the personal um, you know, IGs, you can also follow me at J underscore Deluxe. That's D L U X and J-A-E underscore D L U X. Yep, but we'll be back at you soon with a new episode. Um, I'm about to cruise out of this motherfucker. I'm about to go ahead on my cruise this weekend. Uh, very first cruise. I'm very excited. So Hey
1: man, be set. What cruise line? Oh, Carnival. All right, man. That's the best party cruise line. So have fun. What kind of room you got?
0: What kind of room? Shit, my girl handled all that shit. All Oh, I know, man, definitely understand where you're coming all from. All I know there. is I got a window so I can just... she Look, just to get on a personal touch, she didn't want the window. She said, oh, um, the, the the basically the cabin, because you can actually sleep better. It's pitch black dark. I'm 100% cool with that, but I'm on a ship. I'm in the middle of the ocean. I need that window to see if we're going down. I watched Titanic too many times.
1: Oh, Lord. That's
0: why I got the window. So, um... Yeah, we're gonna be out there for for about three days. But where y'all coming, going? Uh, Bahamas.
1: Oh yeah, I just came back from Bahamas. Oh, how was it, brother? And that just came back, but I was there like recently, like in uh, April. I left on 4:20.
0: Is that shit lit? Bahamas was lit, man. Hell, you yeah, left on 4:20. You damn sure it was. Yeah,
1: lit. yeah, it was, man.
0: There you go. Well, you know what though? Um, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a fun trip. Uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens it happen. I'll come back with some more information. Hopefully, not Zika, because they just declared that bitch in the Bahamas last week.
1: Nah, man. Y'all have y'all have a good time. Yeah. Did y'all get a drink package? Man, that shit's expensive as y- fuck. Yeah, man. D- yeah, w- yeah. Wait till you go on the boat. Y'all gonna be sober as fuck now.
0: I'm about to be sober. You, you know how much that shit is. That I went. I got
1: the package. You got the
0: package. You're balling ass because you had to buy it for you and the wifey.
1: You know this.
0: Yo, that shit would have came out like three hundred bucks. I'm like, you got yo,
1: this. but but it's crazy. You have to drink. You have, you get 15 drinks. You have to, and the, your max limit is 15 drinks a day. A day, but that. That could be uh, let, let me ask you this. Could you drink 15, you drink 15 beers and be chilling? I could
0: drink 15 beers right now and be sober as fuck.
1: Then you, then you ready. Then you should have got the package.
0: <laughs> well, hey, that also applies for mix, right?
1: Yes. Also 15. Yo, that was 15 shots if you wanted. Damn.
0: There you go. Well, I guess that ain't that bad in the long run. But, uh,
1: yep, first episode is in the
0: books. We'll, we'll catch you guys again. You can follow us. Uh, yep, but that's it. I don't have anything clever to say. At the end of the podcast, just know, follow us, show support, and peace. We out of here.
1: Class dismissed.